not a day. Cut off today. I'm not in the mood. They say, yes, mama. And as soon as they got in the church, we start cutting up. Little boy, and mom looked at me one time, and she said, okay, mom, I'm counting. I won't go to three. Come cutting again, mom said. And the third one, mom didn't even wait to get to number three. Just grabbed him by the car, and they were walking out of the church. And he said, church, you're praying for me, you hear? <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I want you to do for me today. You know, you're praying for me, you hear? You know, let the Lord use me. Okay. Heavenly Father, everything is in perspective. Coming to your will. Yes, Father. First lady, I've already opened the door for the Holy Spirit to come in. Yes. I just want to move out of the way, Lord, so you can use me. Use my mouth as a mouthpiece. I come to you, stand in front of you as an empty vessel. Just to you to be used for your glory. This I ask in the dying name of your Son, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Oh, right. uh, the only topic I'm going to go with today is prayer. Amen. It's really put in my heart because when we were here, you know, saying goodbye to 218, 2018, bringing in 2019, we all went back, you know, down in our memory shelves. There were some disappointing moments. There were some good moments. But through it all, the key here today is the sixth day. Already. Right. Yes. It's a blessing. Yes. But there was somebody else that was counting on that moment, and even one stroke before midnight, it couldn't make it. Oh my God. So by God's grace, we're still here. Yes. So He's not done with us. Yes, there's a purpose. Yeah. But the only way you're going to know what, his, what the purpose is, you got to have constant communication with Him. Yeah. And that's what I just want to share with, with us today. Yeah. The Lord lead me. This is going to be interactive. You know, first I want to give you know due respect to Pastor and First Lady for the opportunity. You know, and I'm just staying here, here in person, but not by myself. So this is going to be interactive. How much time do I have, Pastor? Thirty minutes. Okay. Um, when we hear the word prayer, what comes to our mind? What's prayer? What is that? Talking. Talking. What is communication? What is a sacred time? Sacred time, devotion, mm-hmm. right? Meditation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Basically, everything we just said, you can just summarize everything. Say communication. I mean, prayer is nothing more but talking with God. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, when we look at communication, it's a language that we use. Now, some of us. I've gone through, you know, the rodeo of saying we have to use church language for certain things. In fact, they're saying there's over 6,500 languages. The top 10 of those languages, like Chinese, sorry, Chinese is number one, which is the Nigerian language. There are about 1.3 billion people that speak that. Spanish. Surprisingly, it's the second most common language in the world. Of course, English is the third. But when we go back to the Bible, there was only basically three languages that were spoken. Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek. Okay? 
So, communication basically, when you're talking to God, it's a two-way. Because even when I'm talking to my brothers and sisters, my spouse, my pastor, first lady, I can't be communicating, talking, and speaking at the same time. Hmm. Okay? When I'm talking, somebody's listening. When somebody's talking, I'm listening. It's no different with God. Okay? Some of us, when we communicate, we go in there with a laundry list. Mm -hmm. Telling God, this is what we want, this is what we want, this is what we want. Mm -hmm. Okay? You already know what we want. But we have to go there to communicate. Because sometimes you have to talk to us also. Yes. And we have to listen. Okay? Most of us, we're not too good at doing that. <laughs> okay? We want to be heard, but we don't want to listen. They always say, rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in everything. Now, so let's look at the second one. What does it mean to say? When you say pray continuously, it's a daily, constant. That means no matter no what, out. <laughs> right? Without season, right? Okay. Good or bad, continue praying. Talk to him, right? Right. We're talking to our God, Jehovah. He's an intelligent creator. He created intelligent being. His first child, born child, Adam, they had a good communication. Okay? Until Adam allowed sin. And God, being infinite in all perfection, did not partake of sin. So there was a big separation. But nevertheless, he still loves us so much that he still want to have that communication. Yes, that fellowship. Yes, yes. With that fellowship being broken, yeah, somebody had to fill in the gap. Amen. And here come the second item. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that was a gift that he gave us because he loved us so much. I mean, it hurt his heart. Thank God by his grace, through his mercy, he don't give us what we deserve. Because before the second Adam came, no mercy. You do something, you wipe out a whole generation. <laughs> yes, Lord. Okay? And the second Adam said, Lord, okay, this is my task. Send me. We just celebrated that Emmanuel coming in the flesh. So God being a supernatural being, like first lady said last week, he don't do these things the way we do. Right. Thoughts are never our thoughts. Mm -hmm. Okay? We also look at God in his in, intimate knowledge. He can listen to everyone at the same time. It is estimated there are about 7 billion people in the world. Now, the intelligence of God is the fact that he can listen to each one of us at the same time, no matter where we are. So there is no boundary mm. in his listening. That's why I can be here and pray for my family in Africa. He can hear them and they will be praying for me. We can be praying for each other. Amen. Somebody will be in a hospital, we pray for them. Okay? Because that's the kind of God we serve. Mm. 
he listened and simultaneously gave directions as he answered individual. To accomplish this, like I said, he had to be outside his own creation. Mm -hmm. In Genesis 1, 1, even John said the word, God created. God created. Mm -hmm. And like we discussed last time, anything you create, you are not part of that creation. You're outside, so you know every integrate part of that creation. Mm. Okay? Now, here's the question. Knowing all this, the question is, how do we do it? How do we go about talking? Because if the truth is to be known, most of us don't feel comfortable when we are called upon to pray. <laughs> and the reason being that we are subconsciously thinking, oh, here come Bishop Dickens, whatever the title is, they know the thought, they know what to say. I don't know the lyric or jargon, you know, the Bible, yeah. you know, I don't think, no, no, thou, you know, thee, thou. Yeah. But that's not what God wants. Right. That's what he said. Because he listened with the mouth and he heard the heart. Yes. Remind me of this joke. Okay, okay, by the way. <laughs> My joke is for the laugh. If it's not, I laugh. No, my own joke. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this elderly lady in the church was asked to pray. <coughs> and he said, Pastor, you sure you want me to pray? Pastor says, sure, you pray. You're one of the elders of the church. She went to town. I mean, just talking, 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 talking with eyes closed. And when she's finished, she opened her eye. Nobody said amen. And she was wondering. And then one of the, uh, the church members said, I have no idea what you were saying. And she looked at that church member and said, I'm glad because I wasn't talking to you. I just wanted to hear the drum. Because I was talking to my father. He understood what I was saying. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so when we talk about how do we do it, we can do it. And I'm just going to give you some, you know, something to think about. First of all, let's put this three, four letters, you know, if we have a space, put A, C, T, S. And under A, let's just put adoration. I'm sorry, adoration, A-D-O-R-A-T-O, okay, adoration. Pastor, you gotta bear with me, I've been here for some years, the African accents keep coming. Adoration, to adore. Adoration, to adore. A-D-O-R-A-T-I-O-N-A, adoration. On the C, put confession. And on the T, put thanksgiving. And last but not the least, I got four eyes now. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Pastor. You know, sometimes I got four eyes like Mississippi and TKC. <laughs> <laughs> All right, some of you will get that joke. <laughs> okay, so we got it? Yeah. A, C, T, S. Oh, supplication. And these are all, you know, four letters that are acrostic, you know, we can to remind us when we pray. Because even when Christ was asked, 
Because, you know, I mean, his disciples see him every time he get a chance, in spite of his busy schedule, he always spend time with his father. You know, and the disciples started saying, we want to do what you're doing. Teach us how to pray. And he gave them the lost prayer or the martyr prayer like some of us call it. But there are steps, and those are the four things that we should be mindful of when we, every time we pray. Now, adoration, what is adoration? Adoration is the great love and respect you give to God. Our Father, who earth in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You give him that adoration. Because his supremacy is not just on earth. He's the creator of heaven yes. and earth and anything therein. So you give him that adoration. Sometimes we get to the point that God is so great we can't hear. He don't listen to us. You know, we don't want to talk to him. You know, it's easy for me to go to my earthly father and say, Dad, but when you come to God, no. In fact, we should be more relaxed. Yes. Because most of the time, I'm my earthly dad, I can nothing against the young generation. They got their own language. Okay? They can use words. And sitting here, we as parents, they don't even know what they're talking about. And they may be talking to the friend to tell them what we don't told them not to do. But sometimes we got to learn their language. Right. Because today we're living in a world where communication, technology, making it so accessible. Yes. Okay? I've seen people, we go to a restaurant just to have a family time. Everybody is well. Still on them phones. We're driving. Poor family. Driving. Nobody see nothing. Everybody. I want a phone. We're sitting in the living room. Mm -hmm. I want to talk to Sister Dan, uh, Sister Camille. Instead of saying, hi, I said, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, God has his own yes. dialogue too. Right. It's called the Bible. The basic mm -hmm. instruction before you leave. Eh? Come on now. That's the Bible. Talk to me. Whatever you want to say, it's in you. Yes. Okay? Adoration. Give him his rightful position. When we do that, then we go under the sea. Because we are not worthy even to call on his holy and righteous name. So we come. He said, just come to me as you are. We confess. Confession. What do we confess? Sin, and sin is nothing but what? Missing the mark, right? Mm -hmm. We're not perfect, right? But yet, he said, I know what you did last night. No, talk to me. So we confess. We ask for mercy. And through his grace. This is all in prayer now. Okay, I'm still. Am I still? Okay. So you confess. I'm not worthy to call on your holy and righteous name. Please, Lord, accept me just for I, what I am. Because you're not done with me yet. When we confess, I don't care how much wrong I have done to one, somebody else. If I ask God for forgiveness, then I can go and ask somebody, you know, a ladder of forgiveness. Now, sometimes we are even harder on each other. Thank God. My Lord. Because if I come and do something wrong with one of my fellow sisters and brothers, you know, if I ask God to forgive me, 
and I come and say, please forgive me, you shouldn't have, that burden is now lighter for me. Now, after we do all that, there's more to it, but because of time constraint, I'm just giving bullets. Okay? Right, right. We come to what? The T, which is what? Thanksgiving. We have to be grateful. Grateful. Whatever situation we are in, be thankful. Thank and full of it. So be thankful. But it could be worse. Right? Right. Okay. So, we have our dirt here. We have confessed that we're not even worthy to call on his righteous name of our, by, you know, through his grace and mercy. We can stand in front of him in spite of his, what, greatness. And we want to say, thank you, Lord. Thank you for not giving me what I deserve. Thank you, Lord, for another day. Thank you, Lord. So, you don't want to be, you don't know what to be thankful for? Just look around. Okay? Then we come with our laundry list. Uh, the supplication. Then we tell him, okay, Lord, I know you already know, but this is really what I'm struggling with. This is what I want. Okay? So, those things put in that sequence to adore him, to confess, to thank him, then we can come. We as humans haven't learned that yet, but our significant order, it could be either way, or our children come. We already know, and we play, Eddie, you guess what? Mama, guess what? We already know, right? So just come up with it. But with our dad, when we ask, he's gonna give us what we need, not what we want. When he gives us what we want, it's because we have been faithful with the little that he gave us and what we need. Because most of the time, if the truth is to be known, <coughs> most of us don't even know what we're asking for. Because we ask for things that we don't even know how it's going to turn out. And we're so persistent, just like our earthly parents, okay, you want it, go forward. And then next time we come in here, I'm sorry, mom, I'm sorry, dad, I know what I thought of. Okay? Why? But here is something I'm just going to leave with all of us with, with a few minutes that's left for my time. I want us to think about what to pray for. It's not just praying for ourselves, <coughs> but anytime we're ready to pray, let's think about either hand, left or right. If you're right-handed, look at your right. If you're left-handed, look at your left. And look at every four fingers and the thumb. If you look at, doesn't matter which way you go. After you have done the adoration, the confession, and the thanksgiving, now you're ready for the supplication. Let's look at it. Little finger, you pray for yourself. This is just a reminder. If you work, try it. If you don't work, yourself. If you know that's the latest finger of all, right? The second one you're looking at, you can pray for those who are weak, like the sick, 
those who are struggling, the Christians, your fellow Christians, and even people who are not yet saved. Would you pray for them with this little thing? I mean, this is your, when you pray, I don't know what to pray for, look at the finger. Self, Christians, people who are not saved. The finger that is in the middle, that is the longest one, is you pray for authority. Your parents, your teachers, police, government officials. Whether you like that person or not, you don't have to respect that person, but you respect the position. That's right. So you pray for the position and pray that the Lord will change that person's heart, put them in the center, Christ centered, and people around them, you know, that will do the right thing. On the fourth finger, you pray for those who you're going to point to Christ in evangelism or people that have pointed you to Christ because if the truth is to be known, each one of us has seen them today through the influence of somebody. It could be school teachers, it could be our school, it could be our pastor, it could be good news club, it could be anything. But somebody pointed you in that direction to the cross. Amen. And on the thumb, we pray for our families and friends. Now, you don't even have to wear this sequence. You can pick anyone. If you just want to pray for one of these, just pick and talk to God about it. Are we okay? Okay. 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 When our prayers sometimes are not answered, we start wondering, has God abandoned us? Is he still listening to us? Mm. You don't remember that commercial? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Is that Jay Brayer? Can you hear me now? Good. Now God can hear you. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to say a word. You know. Mm-hmm. Not dating myself, but when I first came here, I went to a church where the elders never have to say they just said, mm. Jesus. That's all it is, though. The heart is full of burden. They know. They say Jesus. Even though you feel like God is not on your side, yes, he is. All he's doing, he's waiting for you to call on him in prayer. Yeah. To talk with him. When we look at Matthew, book of Matthew 7, verse 7 and 8, it tells us that a special gift came from him, making himself available. God is always there for us. And what do you mean by God is always there for us? What prayer does, it really helps us find direction in our lives and it gives us, one, comfort. How does it give us comfort? When we are in sorrow, trials, and tribulation, be of good cheer. We have already overcome. Give us peace in the midst of our turmoil. I mean, even the disciples that were with Christ, they didn't know the power that they were with. When they had this little mishap, Christ was resting. Being tired of all the work, they went in, and all he said came out and what? Told his son, peace be what? Still. So in the term, remember, Christ is always in control. He can give you that peace. For stability, change. 
most of us are not comfortable with change. But there is a purpose and there is a reason for change. So whatever the change is, as long as it is going in the direction that he is what? We have to be assured that he knows what he's doing. He's always in control. Last but not the least is love. Hate is a very strong word. Most of us, we say, I hate this, I hate that, I hate this, I hate that. Do we really know what we're talking to? Because love that we use so casually is more than what we can handle. God's love cannot be surpassed. Because his love for us, that he sent his son, and the son knew what he was coming for, to die, to show us the way. What if, if it was known to us, what we're going to be when we come here, and we don't like it, what choice do we have? So love is a very strong word in the midst of hate. It may feel awkward at first when you start doing all this exercise of praying. But if you continue doing it, as you continue, guess what? You get comfortable. It's like a new baby born Christian. We look at the Bible, and it's the scariest thing on earth. It feels like a five-ton just to lift it and open those pages. But the more we open the pages, the more you give us the discernment. And sometimes when we're reading, we don't even know how we're going to use it. But just keep reading it. Because he's recording everything in your subconscious mind. Because there's going to be a time and a moment when you're going to go back and say, aha. And that's an aha moment. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> God be the glory. Amen. Amen. So here, my only advice is do not neglect this wonderful gift from God, the gift of open dialogue communication. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for this opportunity. We praise you. We pray, Heavenly Father, that we can come to you and talk to you freely. We pray, Heavenly Father, that you always have a listening ear. No matter what we're going through, you are always there for us. Search our hearts. Anything in it that is not worthy of your presence, remove it right now. This is a new year, 2019. We are still here. For whatever purpose, please direct us in the way we should go. Anybody that we need to talk to this year in our ministry, in the unity ministry, prepare us for that crossroad. That when we get there, you will give us what we need not what we want. So your name will be glorified in it. Share the love for each one. Share the desire that we have for each one. That we will all be the unity of one. We ask this in the darling name of your son, our Lord.
Oh, we have 15 minutes? Yeah, we have. Huh? Oh, so it we have 15 minutes my, for them to my, take my, a break. My, yes, my apology is first to their pastor. Okay. I was feeling I was going to just get feedback from other people. That's why I wanted to come sit down. So, oh, you, no, I wanted. Please forgive me, this, you know. <laughs> it's on the job training. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Basically, what I wanted to know, I mean, I was just saying what the Lord had put in my heart to say, you know, just to, to bless me. And I hope it bless somebody here. I don't know who I was talking to, you know, but this is a year for me. This is a no excuse year, 2019. I just want the Lord to use me. But if we go back to prayer, I asked this question when we started. What does prayer mean? Everybody gave communication dialogue. Okay. My question is really, what does prayer really do for each one of us? What do you think prayer do for you? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, um, well, first, like you were saying, it's it's a it's a uh, prayer is really communication. It's like a fellowship with God. It's like you're talking to your best friend. So that means to be in constant prayer, you're in constant communication with God throughout the day. So I know, like I've learned, learned, and still is learning. You know, as I wake upon. As I wake up and go to sleep, my spirit is already praying with God. But physically, just communicating with God throughout the day, just things that happen, you have questions, and you build that, that relationship. So prayer is really building a relationship, that fellowship that God had with Adam in the beginning. Because, yes. you know, it tells us that God came and met them. So it was like a routine that they fellowship with God. So um, by me just communicating with God on a constant basis, it builds a, a, a relationship. And it feels funny if I go without even saying anything. And I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't even say hi to you this morning, Lord. How you doing? What's going on with you? What, what you have me to do today for you, you know? in those terms. So um, prayer is a whole nother dimension for me. And and when you start, you start elementary, you know, but then as you grow in God and grow in grace, it becomes a routine just like you're on the phone talking to your friend. And with that, God starts sharing his heart with you. That's what I love. He starts showing his heart. So that's what I'm learning what prayer is about. say one of the things that I've already mentioned before that with me prayer is like like she was saying it's a daily conversation and that you know when I'm riding in the car people would think I was crazy because I don't have um, speakers to where I can talk on Bluetooth on my phone so I mean I can imitate that if that's the way people think I'm doing what I'm doing is talking on the phone but I'm actually talking to God um, and another thing that um, I have learned more so is that the, with the communication, the talking, and the listening part of it. Mm -hmm. 
and that you know we, we spew out all the things that we want and you know we're going and laughing and raving about the day or whatever but do you have do you take the time out to sit and listen to the response and so that's one of the things that um, I have um, I'm still learning is that just to sit and listen quietly for his response Amen. Because if you're constantly talking, how are you going to hear what the answer is going to be? Amen. So we have to learn to just listen sometimes. And if he doesn't say anything, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Enjoy the quiet time that you have with him as well. Yes. Mine's a little bit different. Uh, communication, show, uh, instructions. But then sometimes I feel like I get choked in the neck. I'll be hearing stuff that I don't even want to hear. Um, I'll be forced to do something that I really don't want to do. I mean, I mean, it's been it's been crazy for me. And I remember me calling to ministry that I was on. He put me almost on deathbed. And I'm saying mine's a little bit different. He, he's like, no, you're gonna do this, or I'm gonna take you out. And I guess because of where I, my my DNA was, it is rather. So it's a little bit different for me, and um, whenever I'm praying, uh, correction is there sometimes. Sometimes yep. you know, not only just instructions, and then you know, I know God loves me. I know God is there for me, and then he, you know, um, he's there uh, for as my, you know, giving me which direction to go. But I've been drugged too. I mean, I've been, you know, like you gonna do this and chastisement and. Coughing, <laughs> but that I mean, real. I mean, that's that's what he does to me. Okay. And um, okay, just to speak back on what Pastor said, um, sometimes we know what uh, calling is. And I'm a living witness to that, but we fight. You know, like that Jonah, mm -hmm. that Jonah story. Uh -huh. You know, God said, "Do this. I want you to do this." Mm -hmm. And we started saying, "No, if I do it, you are merciful, God. You're gonna." That's not your job. Just go do it. Yeah. And we start going the other way, and we create all kind of havoc. You know, go places where we know we enjoy it for a moment until the wind start blowing again, and they say, mm. "Hey, we don't need you here." And then the whole fish story, you know. And after we learn, we come to our senses, you know. When that fish, guess what? It spit us right back where we should have been. But look at all the time we have wasted. Yeah, just being obedient. <laughs> yeah. And all he said is, hey, repent. You know, I'm getting okay. He didn't even care whether they do it or not, but that's all God wants, the obedience. Amen. But, hey, and over time, let me, let me, let me end it with this. But over time, I learned, do it regardless. Amen. Not even without the understanding. You say, do this, and I'm just done. So it's a different ball. But I mean, literally, it was a, it was a war, you know, you know, between... You know what was going to take place and what was not going to take place. That makes any sense, you know, because I've you know, always believed in him. But it was just like saying, "Do this when uh, I don't know about all that, man." Hey, I'm, you know, yeah, just, next thing you know, she mentioned the idea of going down um, uh, uh, in the car. Mm -hmm. I started reading John Avizini's uh, book, Thirty Six Hundred Fold, mm -hmm. and the other book was "He Came to Set the Captives Free." So it was a learning process. And literally, it was like God was in the car. Hey, I'm talking to you. 
behave. Then. And I mean, like this, like he was sitting right there. Yeah. You need to do such and such. You do this, this, that. I said, man, I'm not doing that. Next thing you know, the conversation is going. See, it's not like that with everybody. But that's what it was with me. It was just like he was right there talking to me and telling me what went well. Next thing you know, I get this bad headache. It was like a sign to say, until you, it's just like doing this. Until you say yes, this is going to continue. And then as soon as I say yes, a half hour later, it's gone, just like that. So those are the kind of things that I deal, I dealt with. Because it showed me that he is real and that I've been chosen to do what he told me to do. No doubt, no second guessing, no, you know, I, I, it, you just do it and I got your back. You know, we, we say in the scripture, yea, you will walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I should fear no evil, because I know thou art with me. And then, you know, what about what people think? I prepare, he prepare a plate in, a, in the presence of your enemies. And so all that thought, it gave me a whole different perspective when I read compared to just reading but reading and then praying, you know, so it's the point where before I even read, I got to pray, you know, so it's like, you're going to have to talk to me. Either way it goes, you're going to have to talk to me. So, you know, I, I look at it from a different perspective because that's the way I was dealt with. Amen. Kings 5 and 12. It was about 
four par for par. Well, number four. Yeah. A lot of us act on emotions. And that's the flesh. 
you come out of like we were talking about earlier today, praying consistently, praying. So what what happens then when you get angry? You gotta do what? Start talking, pray. praying. Yeah. And you know, many times we don't even want to pray because we want we want to see our wrath to take place. You know, and you see that a lot. That you know, you don't want to mess with him. If you get what I'm saying, you get the wrong side, then there's problems. You know, we should have no problem with God's people. That's who we are. We 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 both God's people. We both be chosen. So we have to know that if He give us mercy and grace, then we should do what? Should and show mercy, mercy and, and grace. grace. And see, right there and there, the seer. God thought so much of him. And sent a seal to let you know, hey, you messed up. Right then and there, you should have been repentant. Yes. God, I'm sorry. Especially in those days. We wish we could still have that today. We do. It's just among certain people. You know, that God would turn around and pull you to the side and say, hey, this is going on. You need to stop. You need to do this. That way so you can continue to receive your blessing. But here he's like, you know, he got upset. And then now, he gets mad at the seal. Now there's a wrap. What do you think is going to happen? <laughs> He just set himself up. Satan is real. Satan come in to what? Steal, Still kill, kill, and destroy. So he knows exactly what he's doing. He knows more than we do, but we have God's anointing to guide us. Amen? Amen. Amen. Number five. We're going to go into Esther. Number five. Now this week, we've heard this before. Esther chapter verse is number five. And I'll read the key verse and she's going to read the whole story. We'll have to hold some of the other verses. And when Haman saw that Mordecai bowed not. I'm going to stop right there and we'll go from there. <laughs> After these things did King Ahasuerus promote Haman, the son of Hamadatha, the Agai, and advanced him and set his seat above all the princes that were with him. And all the king's servants that were in the king's gate bowed and reverenced him. For the king had so commanded concerning him, but Mordecai bowed not, nor did him reverence. Then the king's servants, which were in the king's gate, said unto Mordecai, Why transgressest thou the king's commandment? Now it came to pass when they spake daily unto him, and he hearkened not unto them, that they told Haman to see whether Mordecai's matters would stand, for he had told them that he was a Jew. And when Haman saw that Mordecai bowed not, nor did him reverence, then was Haman full of wrath. And we know what happened after that. But he said because Mordecai bowed not. We don't bow to everybody. I mean, I respect the Asian folks, that's their culture, but we serve who? We serve Jehovah, God. yeah. We reverence who? We reverence God. I don't care if he's a billionaire. That's, and this is the whole thing was that because the king set uh, uh, um, uh, Haman up as a as a leader, and then now everybody got to bow and reverence him like he's God. And, and Mordecai said, that ain't going to happen. I'm Jewish. You know, it really had to do with the culture, I mean, uh, the, the nationality, but the fact that who we reverence, who we, who, we, we, who we serve, and they got upset. So, again, looking at personality, looking at leaders, and this leader got upset, and what's the next thing? Wrath. Wrath. But see, if you're not serving God, 
and you serve the devil, the devil wouldn't let you have anything you want. He'll give it to you freely, and then you got to pay for it. Because at the end of the story, we found out that what happened to Haman? Hmm. The same weapon, the yeah. same wrath that he set out for Mordecai came back from him and his family. Right in front of everybody. Yes. You know, and that's another thing, too. That we got to be real careful our response to people, especially in front of others, because we don't know who is watching Amen. us. Amen. We're in the end times. And at the end times, people already got their own belief and their own uh, revelation of what a Christian is, what a, a person of Christ is. It's all, you know, especially if you're a leader, especially if you're, if you're an overseer, you're a pastor, or whatever, you're, you're, you're a pimp. You know, that's all it is to them. You're a pimp. You're, you're, you're a control pimp, and this is the occult. And that's the reason why they don't even go to church half the time. That's the reason why they don't want to hear what you got to say. That's why they don't want to even donate. They don't want to support because of what they heard someone else say. That's the act of what? The devil. If he can come to steal and kill and destroy, then he can make that person feel that God is not real. And that's what we deal with. So it behooves us to make sure that we do what? Represent Christ 100%. We gotta be, you know, and it's hard. It's hard sometimes. Like, you know, we talk about the uh, the flip off, the cut off. We was looking at uh, road rage the other day. It was a whole series of road rage for an hour and a half. We just looking at this. That's how I found out my daughter wants a motorcycle. But we look at this whole thing, <laughs> and we we're watching how people react. Now they call themselves with a dash camera to catch road rage, right, or mm-hmm. catch bad driving. They don't even realize what's going on on the on the camera that the camera is actually recording them. So they were doing some crazy stuff, and I can't believe they turned it in that they set themselves up to be arrested. Wow! You know, and their, and their attitude, you know, or they're pushing somebody else to do something that's uh, the catch on camera. Right. How many times do you think people do that for you? Yes. You know? Come on now. I'm trying to set you up. Yeah. Because you're a Christian. Yep. You're a follower of Christ. Yep. You know, we don't even use Christian anymore. We just say follower of Christ yeah. because everybody's a Christian. Yeah. Everybody. Yes. You know, on, on the camera, we saw the guy say, well, I believe in Jesus, and F you, MF, real, 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 real. You know, and, and I, I'll kill you, and, 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 and Jesus Christ. He was so confused. It was like, you know, we say we feed our inner man because that's what, that's what it covers us, right? That's, that's, the, that's, that's the Holy Spirit. And then we have the evil one. So I think both of them was a tug of war at that time. Mm-hmm. He, he probably was feeding both of them at the same time. You know, he didn't know what was what. And that was, was on camera. He literally thought that he was a Christian and cursing and threatening to kill. And he was the one that was in Rome. How many times you see that in church? Yeah. That people are in the wrong, but then they try to point the finger at you. They weren't messing up. But then they're going to try to use the scriptures to try to back themselves up and attack you with it. Wow. See, we're talking about the wrath. Wrath of people, not just the devil, wrath of people. Because they get so angry and then they forget who they are. You know, and I, I mean, literally, I, I had counsel um, two pastors yesterday or the day before yesterday. And it just blew me away because God said this was happening. He said, this what's going on. You know, we uh, counseling pastors and bishops yeah. and, and apostles. I mean, literally, these phone calls are really tripping me out. We had uh, the council, uh, prayer council, that we got to get set back up. Uh, it had got hacked a couple of years ago, and I just haven't really took time to bring it back because it's a lot of uh, formatting. But it's needed now. 
It really is really yes. And the thing about it is that <coughs> they are so angry. And one one of the key things that I, I'll say to each one is that you know the devil is going to use the closest person to you. Yeah. And by you being a leader, and by you being in charge of other souls and the uh, overseer, then he's going to use the closest person to you. Yeah. It's not going to be nice. The devil's not going to tap you. Why would he tap you? Why would he just play wrestle with you? This is not a game. He knows that his time is up, and he got to take as many as he mm -hmm. can. And the more of a rank that he can take away from God, it just gives him more Ooh, leverage ego. than himself. Mm -hmm. It's an illusion. That's all it is. That he has ego more leverage trapping. and more confidence that he can even really go into the body of Christ. And you see how the church is just being divided. So these leaders are going through so much, and it's like, uh, I, I can't, I don't have nobody to talk to. Can I talk? I need to talk. Yes, come on now. See, you know, even though I'm sharing, I'm not saying nothing who it was or right. what they're going through. See, so I'm not, I'm not uh, uh, disregarding any of the uh, confidentiality. But it's so important that we, as body of Christ, we as Christians, we as believers of Christ, have to be in that position with any anybody that we can talk about this and then we'll find a solution. We're never too big or too small. That's what that's the whole thing is that they're so used to people taking what they get from them and then use it against them as their own personal wrath. But see, as, as a believer, as a follower, then we have to learn how to be that that confidant. We got to be the one that we have. We we're not. We don't know everything. Right. But the Holy Spirit can give us a solution for your problem. Yeah. Because if you can't go to God, like we were saying this morning about prayer then we have to step in. Right. Some people don't even read their Bibles. Amen. Some people never even been inside of a church. Amen. You can't even drag them into the church. But then we'll be the only Bible that they see. Amen. And we'll be the only church that they come to. So the thing is that we have to not get the big head or egotistical mindset that we have to realize that we're just being used. Yes. That's it. See, that's what I'm going to say. Say he was the, uh, the holy mouthpiece. He was the only. He was the chief cherub that covers all. And he got so he got so caught up to his beauty, and that people was worshiping God through him, that it, it messed his mind his mind up. It's this his, his process of reasoning thought that it was for him, and that he became big headed. And he became well. You know what? Now, because when people here today, right here, it was like, well, it's going to cost you. To get into the five thousand dollar line or the hundred dollar line for me to give you a word from God. My Lord. Anybody heard that before? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, so I mean, seen it. So it does exist. Seen okay. it. See? Not yeah. seen it. <laughs> See, what did I tell you? It's that same process. See, we got a lot of. It was. Um, I heard someone say last night that homosexuality. We have it in the church. It's random. Really? Okay. Well, then let's look at our our uh, minister of music. Most of them. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are named Michael. <laughs> <laughs> think about that. Especially in Cody. A lot of them are named Michael. I used to think about that when I was a kid, and it continued. It's like a slap in God's face. You're going to be the minister of music, just like Satan was God's mouthpiece, mm -hmm. and then the main angel is who? Michael. And now your name is going to be Michael, too, because you're gay? I mean, that's, I mean we, we took the rainbow and made it a symbol. 
See, Satan is real slick yeah. with his, his stealing and killing. Copycat. You know, that rap. That rap is like, you got to be deadly with it. Just like in martial arts, you got to be slick with it. You can be a, you can be a snake, you can be a dragon, you can be a tiger claw. All those different styles, you got to be sneak with it, be sneaky with it. So when you hit, it's deadly. Yeah. So Ooh, yeah. So many people talk so much and not even listening. You yeah. say it'd be fast to listen and slow to speak. And, and also, we can look at if we were supposed to talk more than we were supposed to listen, we would have had two mouths and one ear. Amen? Okay, well, we'll give you one more. Number six. We're talking about the wrath. 17 works of the flesh. We'll go to Amos chapter 1, verse 11. But I, I want this to be kind of a long one to read from 1 to 11. Amos chapter 1, and the key verse is number 11. Thus said, thus said the Lord, for three transgressions of Edom, and for four, I will not turn away the punishment thereof. And I'll stop right there. The words of Amos, who was among the herd men of Tekoa, which he saw concerning Israel in the days of Uzziah, king of Judah, and in the days of Jeroboam, the son of Joash, king of Israel, two years before the earthquake. And he said, The Lord will roar from Zion and utter his voice from Jerusalem, and the habitations of the shepherds shall mourn, and the top of Carmel shall wither. Thus says the Lord, for three transgressions of Damascus and for four, I will not turn away the punishment thereof, because they have threshed Gilead with threshing instruments of iron. But I will send a fire into the house of Hagar, which shall devour the palaces of Ben-Hadadad. I will break also the bar of Damascus and cut off the inhabitants from the plain of Adam. And him that holdeth the scepter from the house of Eden, and the people of Syria shall go into captivity unto Ker, saith the Lord. Thus saith the Lord, for three transgressions of Gaza and for four. I will not turn away the punishment thereof because they carried away captive the whole captivity to deliver them up to Edom. But I will send a fire on the wall of Gaza which shall devour the palaces thereof. And I will cut off the inhabitant from Ashdod mm. and him that holdeth the scepter from Ashkelon. And I will turn my hand against Ekron and the remnant of the Philistines shall perish, saith the Lord God. Thus saith the Lord, for three transgressions of Tyrus and for four, I will not turn away the punishment thereof, because they delivered up the whole captivity to Edom and remembered not the brotherly covenant. But I will send a fire on the wall of Tyrus, which shall devour the palaces thereof. Thus saith the Lord, for three transgressions of Edom and for four, I will not turn away the punishment thereof, because he did pursue his brother with the sword and did cast off all pity and his anger, did tear perpetually, and he kept his wrath forever. Wow. Anybody want to make God mad? Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> no, because he said three into four. Oh, no. And he said I would not. <laughs> I don't care if you big. Wow. He said I not. He see all. He don't forget. That's right. See, you know, we can get angry. We can get upset. And it says what? Sin not. It's a different when you planning. You get upset because something spontaneously happens. We see that all the time. Right. I mean, grandkids, little kids, kids, adults. We get upset. We, 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 boy, girl, you know, whatever the thing is. Broke your, your best vest, vase, your, your flower pot. You know, you, you get upset because you burnt your bacon. You know, or you, you, somebody ate the, the last part of the milk and you got nothing in your cereal. <laughs> you know, I mean, just anything that can be small can cause anger. It really cause anger. Mm-hmm. You sit down there and we all adults, dead number two, there's no toilet paper right there. That's the worst feeling ever. I mean, reality. That's reality. And you just. Somebody else didn't do it. Somebody else says you don't even replace it. And then we look at it, well, okay, I'm gonna never get mad. Yes, you do. Yeah, anybody see they don't give them sense, they lie. That's right. That's right. That's right. Me, small thing, but then just the, just the, it's as bad as the big. It still calls anger, and here it is that we can get mad and then we can let it go. Right. That's so easy to do, but the hard part is, or what what brings wrath on us is because we hold it. Yeah. And it festers. <clears throat> it becomes like cancer. Then we start acting on it. Then we start responding in a certain way. Sometimes it breathes over to somebody else. They got nothing to do with your bad day today. Right. The wrath, the anger, indignation. And that's what he's saying here is that you took it to a whole nother level. You even st- uh, sold your brother. We have, you all supposed to be friends. Come on you now. You in city against, uh, uh, city for city, and you created chaos because yes. somebody had to pay taxes. Yeah. Any of those type of things. There's something that's real minor. And he's okay, you know what, we're going to take it over. He said, okay, just like you did, this time of three to, uh, to four, this will be more and more, and I will not stop. Wow. You that hold the scepter, the king, that's what he's saying. The king and all your men, all your army, guess what? I will not. It's going to, because you didn't want to give grace, I'm, I'm going to take care of that. Remember one time a guy got upset because he didn't want, uh, he had loaned some money and the guy couldn't pay it back, and then next thing you know, as that he held that against that person, put him in slavery, God turned around and then he came back on him even worse. That's right. You know, uh, in the book, John, I was in 10, it was a 10, 30, 60, 100 fold. When you give cheerfully, yes. And it's not talking about you singing and skipping and singing happy songs and we love him and all that. No, it's from inside the heart. Yes. Because many times I couldn't wait to get back to a certain area to give somebody something. That type of trip. Yeah. Then versus being grudging. You know, you ain't you ain't want to do it. And then you're forced to do it. And then guess what? That's how you're going to receive. It, it brings it down. But the same way with anger and love. And how you treat people in, 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 in return. I say our response is so important. But what does what? It saves, can save a life. That person can be going through something and you just brought love and showed them. There's no wrath on that. God's going to bless that. Yes. And take it to a whole other level. Yes. We're all guilty. We've been guilty of a lot of things. You know, and that's why we're still here because God knows that we're in a training process. Yeah. We're learning and then we continue to grow. And that way when we see how that happened, then we move forward. Sometimes we don't we, we get a chance to see how much danger has happened because of our decision. Mm. And that's the worst thing. That you can actually see that and not learn from it. 
versus being arrogant when you talk about the thousand dollar line and those people next thing you know that family lost their they had no lights they lost their home my god you took took far beyond what god said he said give give from your heart and then you took it because you're trying to we we, we a quota and all, no, i need you to dig deep oh well you know you don't want to go to hell so make sure you give that too oh you got oh that's supposed to be oh no i had a lady tell me one time she uh owed a bill and she's so part of that organization and that group, you know, which is, uh, I told you about the group a long time ago that we don't want to be a part of, which is the hypocrites. That's an organization that's well put together, the hypocrites. Yeah. And they, you got to have a certain personality. You got to make sure you're ready to talk behind people's back, stab them in the back, smile in their face. The hypocrites are very important. It's been all back from the Bible days that you got to do that in order to be a part of it. And she called, she said, you know, I know I got to pay you my bill. Her bill is far beyond. Also, the $200 ended up being uh, $2,500. Well, you know, I can bring my tithes over to you. I said, oh, okay. She said, well, I just want you to know I can bring my tithes to you. Well, I'm not accepting tithes. That's not has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Right. This is a bill. And there's no manipulation in this. So if you bring a payment, I'm looking at it as a payment. If you decide to tell your God that you serve, that you're going to use your payment out your tithe, that's between you and God. That has nothing to do with me. Manipulation does not work. See, people take things and think that we can manipulate you or we can right. hurt you right. we, because we ain't because we didn't do what we're supposed to that's do. That's right. And it's, it's now the results of it is far beyond that we imagine. Oh, I got to find a way how to trick. See, that's what trickery keeps in. Yes. Come on now. If you're not uh, knowledgeable of the different technology or uh, skills and techniques that people use in the Bible, then you would understand that you fall gullible unto their works. Because before you know it, every time she make, make a payment, there's going to be tithes that she, she supposed to pay to the church. And it's like, well, I don't like that as my tithe. And you say, okay, baby, that's okay. No, 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 it don't work like that. You need to understand, you need to grow up. Mm. If you decide to tell God that, that's between you and God. And she used that because I said, well, bring it. And then we'll, you know, I'll give you a receipt. And so she tried to share that with other people. You know, uh, that Pastor Ben, you watch because he'll take your tithe money and all that. And people that she talked to are professional. They say, oh, no, I know Doc. Doc don't do that. So, you know, I, 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 you might, something might happen between you and him. But I know Doc, he's very honest. And he's, gonna, he's, he's about business. So that, you know, and they get phone calls. And it's funny because you got to understand that, even in that, I could be angry and show around. Oh, you want to talk about me behind my back? You want to go to my friends? You want to allow me all that? And I said, let it go. Because what she's doing is knocking down walls for herself. Knocking, closing those bridges. So now nobody wants to work with her. See, wow. she might have to come back and I might have to say, you know what? I forgive you. I'm going to give you another chance. But on this time, you might have to sign a contract. And this time, you pay up front. See, we can always work with people. Did you catch that? Right. Even though you call yourself doing bad to me. Right. Remember you said what God said, what Satan has for your bad, he does what? For your good. He turned around for your good. good. So we have to look at certain things. A lot of times we can't just take things <clears throat> And it's kind of hard because situations are very thin. Mm -hmm. Borderlines are very thin. And we got to realize that we 
are in the last days. We are the representation of Christ. We are in the body, uh, part of the Bible that nobody wants to deal with, and that we, you know, we have to be the one that say, "Okay, come over here," because if they have nowhere to go, then what? What is? What is our purpose? See, we have to accept people where they are in order to be an example to show them where they're going to be. That's right. That's right. Everybody don't see that. This is not That's a right. game. That's right. This is not a game. This is a, this it's is real reality. life. Come on now. This is where we at now. This is the real reality show. 20, 2019 <laughs> now. Yes, so we have, we have to sell people. Now, doesn't mean that we got to be gullible. That's right. We are highly intelligent. We're peculiar people. Yeah. He said that earlier. And, and, and like you said, the, uh, the creator. That's what he said. The creator is highly intelligent. And he's very creative. And he created highly intelligent beings. So we're, we're that peculiar people where people say, well, I know that that person messed over that person, but that person is still working with that person. Why? See, we change the format. We don't do the same thing over and over again. Right. That's what crazy people do. They say insane people. You do the same thing over and over again expecting change. <laughs> we can't do that. No. So we got to look at a better way. You know, instead of giving a fish, teach them how to fish. Okay, you know what? I gave you fish the first time. This time, get the call with me. We're gonna show you how to fish. That's right. That way, you, next time if you have a problem, you know, I don't I'll buy you a rod. I'll go ahead and buy you a fishing rod. But you know, but then you can go from that point on. You catch the bus, catch Uber or whatever, and you go ahead and fish if you really want to fish. That's right. If you want somebody to just give you handouts, then you need to go somewhere else because I already taught you how to fish. That's it. So that sad story don't work anymore. And that's what we have to do, right? Mm-hmm. So wrath. Number 17 verse of the flesh, number 10, wrath. And I'm going to leave it right there and we'll continue next week. God is in control of every situation and we don't have to act on the anger. Amen. 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 Glory to to God. And we would not miss. I missed last time. Uh, the first, I even go over the first Sunday. Communion. Communion. Yeah. But this is the first time. Mm-hmm. First Sunday of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Chelsea was the third Sunday. We were together. We got it. We got it. Um, they don't have my, didn't have my new number. And he said, man, we, we wanted to come where you were. And da 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 you know, I said, well, God has we had and we wanted That's right. to be there. That's why we got, you know, because, you know, everybody has their own hidden agenda. Thank you.